Hello, and welcome to the Niche Podcast for Friday, September 6th, 2013. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Kelly Shaver. And we're here to talk about building apps that run everywhere. This week, we talk about smartwatches, the WIM1, MetaWatch, especially the Pebble, and a few more. Please stay tuned. The Niche Podcast is next. So, uh, that's thunder in the background? Yeah. Okay, good. Not your fan vortex? No, I've shut down the vortex to record. <laughs> Which means that the heat is rising. It is. It is. It's getting hot in here again already. It's cooled off outside, but yeah, with, with no air moving, yeah. I can't believe you haven't been able to get Barry out to the house. Uh, I haven't been able to get anybody out to the house. Wow. Everybody has been supposedly busy, and then there's the whole holiday weekend. Oh, and, right. Yeah, and, and my dad was going to come out and fix it yesterday because we hadn't been able to find anybody. And mm. um, then we realized that there'd be no point in him coming out because he wouldn't be able to get the parts. Because <laughs> everything's closed until tomorrow. So So no AC in Kentucky in no, August. I know exactly what's wrong with it. What do you mean? Just, well, I mean, it needs a new fan motor for the inside oh. unit. Oh. Well, that'll be a, that's a problem. <laughs> Yeah. That's not a filter change. <laughs> no. No, that's that's probably, I don't know. I don't know how much it'll be, but it's probably more than 100, less than 500, so. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, not buying a new one. Yeah. Well, we had some serious thunder over the weekend, holiday weekend. We went camping for the, in, in fact, um, since Erica's been, uh, been working on Baby 2.0, we haven't done much camping at all this summer. In fact, we haven't done any overnights until this weekend. We did an overnight and slept in this greenhouse and woke up to uh, rain on our feet. <laughs> it was like the most torrential downpour th that I can remember. Oh, wow. And there was so much lightning that the thunder was just one continuous rolling grumble. We had, we had a lightning strike so close to our house the other day that it set off the smoke alarm. Oh, that's freaky. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was there was that much ionization in the air from the lightning strike. Freaky. Unplug the pewters. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I it was the the thunder was so crazy that morning and we were under a tarp, you know, like a tent mm -hmm. type of roof. It was so loud and continuous that I was like you know, your brain starts to do stupid yeah. stuff and I was like that's probably what a tornado sounds like when it's coming. It's, I'm like that. That it. That's a tornado. There's a tornado. Um, if you want to, if you want to hear what a tornado sounds like when it's coming, let me turn these fans back on. <laughs> they're pretty quiet. I know they're off right now. Oh, okay. like, <laughs> I'm wow, not actually going to turn them back on. I, a, I don't want to get up. But <laughs> that's a tiny tornado. Yeah, it is. I I kind of laid claim to all the the big fans in the house. <laughs> mm. As soon as the air conditioner went out, I got all the big fans and brought them in here into my office, and I've been like fighting people off. Yeah, you don't have you don't have like a you can't turn them on and off from your phone. Fans? No, I can't. That's depressing. I know. All right, well, let's get to it. Um, yeah, so uh, the topic for this week is smartwatches, and the reason why it is 
forefront in my mind is because last week my pebble finally came. Nice. You've been waiting on that for a while. Oh, I, I'm, I want to say a year. It couldn't have been that long, but I mean, it seems I, like it. Yeah. I backed that thing. To tell you the truth, I'm, honestly, I'm a little confused because I remember seeing it on Kickstarter and I thought I backed it on Kickstarter, but I might not have. I might have ordered it later. So mm. um, it's kind of confusing because I order a lot of stuff off Kickstarter and they always, they're always, you always get screwed on Kickstarter. They know, they're always like, wow, manufacturing stuff's really hard. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. Who, who, I had no idea. Yeah. So, I've, I've backed a few things on Kickstarter and only one of them. I got one of them three weeks late, and that's the only thing I've gotten. So yeah, I've gotten a bunch of stuff, but usually more of the low tech stuff. But yeah, but um, the Pebble was like super back ordered. It was, I think, it was the first most popular, uh, uh, most heavily backed project on Kickstarter when it, at its it time. Was. Yeah, I think it was. And there have been uh, a couple of smartwatches since then on Kickstarter. The Omate is currently, I think, still uh, still in the open period, whatever that's called. And I backed that one too. That's another smartwatch. It seems like every every one of the watches and and every wearable device that I hear about that's mm-hmm. on Kickstarter or Indiegogo or their own sort of crowdfunding, roll your own site, they get like crazy dollars. You know, like hundreds of thousands of dollars is not surprising for like yeah. uh, the shine, like pedometer for crying out loud. The thing's a pedometer, you know, for $120. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's it seems, the point being that it seems to indicate that um, people want it. Yeah, there's a market for it. And, and, and sh- of course, these are early adopters, but still there's enough, there are enough early adopters to fund the manufacturing of a sophisticated electronic device so that's that's pretty cool on its own i think yeah i wonder have you heard anything anything recently about whether or not apple is going to come out with anything oh yeah i mean the rumors are just like a constant i i wouldn't they have a big announcement on uh the 10th, 10th? and yeah. i would be shocked if we heard about a watch but um more and more uh sort of sort of uh what i want to say like not confirmed rumors but more and more um what is the word? vociferous not the word either <laughs> voracious <laughs> no i don't know the v word you know uh people who don't usually speculate wildly are saying that apple's definitely doing a watch yeah that's what i'm trying to say yeah so it'll be interesting to see what direction they go um and well, I'll just let's start talking about my experience with the with the. I have three smartwatches right now, and I have okay. one more on order. Okay, I don't have any, so this is this is all you. So. Yeah, so ask a lot of questions because I might not yeah. I might not think to explain something that's not obvious. So uh, let's see. So the three I have right now, the first one's called the Wim One, mm-hmm. uh, which is the one I bought first and it was very expensive. Uh, it was a developer watch and I think it was $600. Um, and it is almost exactly the same dimensions as that, um, iPod nano that we both love. Yeah. The poster stamp size one that's square that they yeah, discontinued. The one, the one I want to swallow. Yeah. I lost my man. I wish I, I think I, I think I left it on an airplane, but, mm. um, but it's the screen is the same dimensions of that, but it's probably about as thick as, as two stacked on top of, you know, so, a stack of two of those reasonably chunky it's fairly chunky uh 
Uh, it when you put it in the wristband, it was fine. Uh, it wasn't too chunky, at least on my wrist. Um, but it was it was chunkier than I thought. I was like, well, that's it's not sleek, that's for sure. Yeah. But it was uh, of the ones that um, of the ones that I have, it was by far the coolest because it it uh, had a touch screen, which if you're a long time dear listener, you'll know that I kind of don't like um, on a dev- on a screen that small. But more on that in a minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, and basically it. It was exactly what I wished that iPod Nano was, which was oh, a yeah. which was an, a a true iPod Touch but small. Nice. Like I wanted it to have my it, its own Wi-Fi. I didn't want to have to plug it in to sync it or anything like that. And that's what this Wim One was. It had its own Wi-Fi. Uh, it was not dependent on any other device. You configured it directly on the internet. So, you know, you'd go to their site. It, well, you know, you had to go to a computer and, and you set things up on their right. site. But it was a full Android device and you could um, build apps for it. And and it had like a, you know, it was it was not, it was far more sophisticated than any of the other ones that I've used so far. Yeah, it's, it's not a glorified notification center for some other device. Correct. It is a computer. Um, nice. There's no... It's the the tricky part with all of these is it, what what do you use for input uh, right. if you need keyboard input so okay so that so we'll park that for a second then the next one I got which was more recently maybe two months ago I got this thing called the MetaWatch which um, from a hardware standpoint was by far the slickest um, very very nice uh, you know heavy but not too heavy aluminum construction um, silver very interesting screen it's it's e paper but instead of black and white or the sort of off white and off black or dark gray mm-hmm. it is white and silver so huh. it, it looks very cool um it gives you the impression that it's low contrast but you actually can see it really well uh it, you, you might have to angle your wrist a little bit but if there's any light around you the reflection um gets picked up in the silver and you, it's very easy to read nice yeah um, it's an extremely pixelated display, mm-hmm. which um, bothered me at first. But again, more on that in a second. And mm-hmm. and you can you can flip the contrast so the background silver and the foreground's white, or vice versa. Right. Um, and that one has that one is has uh, six buttons around the side. So the Wim one has no buttons; it's a touchscreen. Uh, and then this this one has is not a touchscreen at all. And it has um, three buttons on each side, left and right side. Uh, okay, so there's that. And then the most recent one is the Pebble, which I've had for about a week. Oh, sorry. The Metal Watch uh, depends. D- it does absolutely nothing unless it's connected to uh, a phone via Bluetooth. Ah. So, and, and I hate that. I really, really do yeah. not like the dependence on the on the other device. It's super annoying. Yeah. Um, and then the Pebble, same thing. The Pebble is, uh, it's a, basically a it's basically a Bluetooth accessory that, you know, depends on a phone to do basically anything. Um, it has a e-ink display or e-paper, whatever it's called. And, uh, it's got, um, very, very small. Well, I guess all the screens are approximately the same size. Uh, I think the Wim one is slightly bigger than the other two, but, um, they're all pretty small. Yeah. Uh, Um, the, I, I, if I remember correctly, the Wim One is 160 by 160 pixel display. 
and the other two are smaller than that. Uh, in terms of buttons, the um, the Pebble has one big button on the left hand side, which is essentially a back button. Uh, and if you're all if, if there's nowhere to go back, it just turns on the back light. And then on the right hand side, there's there are three buttons, a, a, a big one at, at top and bottom, and then a smaller one in the middle. And the the top and bottom ones are kind of like scroll up and scroll down. And yeah. the middle one is select. So it hmm. it feels very so that a lot of the interfaces feel very much like the original iPod where you had the scroll wheel and you basically, you know, the scroll wheel basically went yeah. up and down in lists and then you would press the center button to select an item. Yeah, I was just going to say that it sounds, you know, like that. Yeah, it's very similar to yeah. that. So so I'm I'm of course I'm thinking first of all I I'm not a watch guy. I don't like wearing watches. Um mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the of that piece of jewelry in general. So I don't like wearing any of these uh, from a, from a physical standpoint. Right. Then there's the fashion standpoint. They're all but ugly. Even the, even the pebble, which if you look just at the photos online, looks like it's gloriously Apple like beautiful. It's, it's really not Yeah. in person. It's, inc- it's very, very plasticky. It's not even swatch quality um, in terms of, it's like look it's just it's just it looks really cheap hmm. and uh it's a shame yeah and they probably I've, i kind of feel bad because it's it's not like i feel bad saying it because it's it is pretty nice I, i'd say of the the three it probably is the one that has the most market appeal mm-hmm. um because it only does a couple things and it, it it works as advertised it does what they say it'll do it's it's it does what they say, you know, it's not like it's buggy or something. Yeah. Um, but it was when I, when I opened up the box, I was definitely like, Oh, that's, that's what it looks like. Yeah. That's kind of a disappointment. Yeah. And I I guess it says something that I've never seen one in, in the wild. So, uh, you know, in terms of market appeal, but, but it's fine. It's nice and light. It's, it's, you know, if you don't, you know, it's reasonably comfortable of the three, it's the most comfortable. Um, but all of, all of that is, is, Really just the, the, what's interesting about all this in terms of the podcast is the sort of the user interface for these, um, the programming model and probably, you know, what we can probably expect in the future, uh, to have to consider when we're building stuff. Yeah. So the, the, the first thing I guess I want to say about the user interface is, um, I, as I said before, I don't like the touchscreen on screens that are this small because you're completely blocking the content and it's, and at least on the whim, the touch, the touch sensitivity was not great. So it was very like, you know, you'd swipe and then it's like, did I, did it not register the swipe or is it just being laggy? And it was kind of frustrating. And even on the iPod nano, the sixth generation one that we liked, mm-hmm. it was, it's a little clumsy. Um, yeah, see, I don't, I don't have as much problem with the iPod Nano, but I have smaller hands. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so. It, and I am about to take it back anyway. So. Yeah. The using the 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 buttons on the side of the Pebble, which is a light device that's not sticky on the back. It doesn't stick. It's not metal on the back like the mm-hmm. like the uh, Meta Watch like is. Watch. Yeah. The Meta Watch kind of sticks to your skin a little bit, and the button action is a little easier, I guess. But it's really, really clumsy using the buttons on the Pebble. You have to kind of like... Hold I find, the other side and... 
yeah, you got to hold the whole yeah. face. It, it makes you want to take the watch off to press the buttons. Um, and it would be, to, it, to my mind, and of course, this is total Monday morning quarterback, but to my mind, the buttons should be on the front so that you can press down against your wrist mm-hmm. and not sideways. So you're like jerking the thing up your arm. It's very uncool looking. It doesn't look cool. There's no cool way to do it. It just looks dumb. And, uh, but that said, um, I, I think the interface of having like the, basically the iPod touch style, you know, you've got like scroll up, scroll down and select, mm-hmm. uh, and then possibly and then like a, a menu button on the other side. Yeah. Like, like a back. Uh, yeah. I, I do think that that is a model that, that makes a ton of sense because it, it seems like it would be easy to adapt to lots and lots of, of user interfaces, graphical user interfaces that are already existing. Like you could imagine, um, this would be ridiculous, I suppose, because of the size of the screen, but you could easily imagine tabbing through like a web page with, with just those buttons. Right. Where you've got up and down, which is like tab forward, tab back. You've got a back button that takes you to the previous page in the history, and then you've got the select button, which would like click on a button or a link or click something. Click links, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be, it'd be ridiculous on a large web page, but yeah, it would be ridiculous. You could, you could see it work. Yeah, but if you, if you imagine like a Google Glass style um, web page, you know, like if if you were yeah. severely, if you were just like doing amazing progressive enhancement, um, it could work. Yeah, or I could see going through like a cover flow type, you know, stack of cards with information. Yep. Like a Google Now style. Yep. And certainly uh, sort of navigation controller style iOS drill down list like the original iPod. It's very, yeah. and in fact, <clears throat> that is how the OS works on the on the Pebble. It's that it's very, very, very much like early iPod uh, type of look, at, look and feel. So, all right, so there's that. Um, the, the thing about the, all of them is that they, you can only, since the, it's so limited, you know, talk Mm -hmm. about, talk about start small, like developing for one of these things, there's like practically nothing it can do. So, but you know, it can only do, you, you've only got like these four buttons at the most and what you immediately want to do, or at least what I immediately want to do is customize it to do. You want to be able to customize everything because you can only do a couple things with it. So you want to make sure that they're the things that matter to you. Right. So, uh, like for example, um, the watch, you know, like specifically the pebble, it's Bluetooth to my Android phone and you know, to their credit, there's also an iPhone client, so you can do iOS mm-hmm. or Android. And basically, the only thing I care about is like the time. And mm-hmm. uh, of course, you know, because it's a watch. And and when I do check the time, I always check it on my phone. So that means like pulling it out of my pocket. And sure, that only takes like five seconds, but it's still. Yeah, it's so like, here's the, you don't you don't need a smartwatch to check the time on a watch. Yes, I know, but it's, I'm just saying <laughs> okay. like what I use it okay. for. Like, so it has, it has replaced my, you know, if I was going to wear it, it would replace my phone for checking the time. Right. And I do that fairly regularly. And it's, it's, this sounds stupid. Like, you're, you know, like you're saying, it sounds stupid. <laughs> like I can, I can check the time on this thing. <laughs> you can do that with any watch. Yeah. But so when smartphones, when even regular cell phones came out, people stopped wearing, you know, started to, to wear watches less 
often. Yeah, I feel like I'm the only one that still wears a watch. Well, like, I still wear a watch. Richard wears a watch. Mm. I always wear them when I travel. And I, like, and I keep, or not always, but I often wear them when I travel so that I can uh, keep track of both times. Oh, yeah. Like, time yeah. at home, time home and away. Uh, but that's about it. Um, so... Anyway, so you, so once you you want to be able to program it to do the the couple of things that you want it to do the most easy way possible. Mm-hmm. So and and you can't like the way that it seems to work with the Pebble. I've only had it a week, but people can build apps for it, and then you you buy the apps in like. Um, you buy them for your phone. So like there'll be like Android developers will develop uh, Pebble apps, sell them in the Google play store. Then you download them to your phone and then it pushes data to the watch. And yeah. And it, but it does this work. Yeah. It's super awkwardly weird. It's super awkward and weird. And it just clutters up your phone. Right. And it's like, but I just really, I really don't like the dependency on the phone. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, you know, if you're going to make a watch again, Monday morning quarterback, if you're going to make a watch, this is like a, this is like a Bluetooth earpiece with a screen. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. It's just like, I'm always worried about my phone battery now. I want to, I'm constantly jockeying the Bluetooth button, which is completely stupid because like you'd never know when you need notifications on they have to be on all the time or you might as well not have them right so and like so i'm like well why am i you know or or like i'll put the phone down so this is another funny thing it turns out i don't carry my phone around with me in the house as much as i think i do Mm -hmm. because i would keep on there it happened a couple of times when i look at the watch and it would be like out of range or whatever and i'd be like ah i don't have my phone on me like oh it's down in the basement yeah or whatever. And it's, it's, uh, that was kind of funny, but, um, I guess, I guess moving on from the, you know, the user interface, I think, I think the touchscreen is probably the best way to go, but I do think you get away with that sort of Android suite of buttons, which is, or the iPod suite of buttons, which is like Mm -hmm. back select up and down. And you could do a lot of really cool programming with just those, but I wish the apps that you built for it were resident on the watch and you didn't have to be dependent on any other gizmo. Yeah. Yeah. Being, being dependent on the phone, it would just mean that I would have to carry my phone around more. It causes me to, (laughs) yeah, it's just, it's like, well, I don't know. It's not like I thought I was going to stop carrying my phone when I got this smartwatch, but it's, I don't know. there's this weird feeling that I get of, of disappointment when it fails me, even though it's my fault. Is that, you know what I mean? I'm like, "Ah, this thing should be more capable. You know, why (laughs) do I have to remember to carry my phone around for this watch to work? You know, isn't Google glass the same way? Yeah, it is, which is such a bummer. It is. The whim is the only one that can do that. But the whim was discontinued. Like a year or two ago, mm. like right after I bought the thing, they put up on their uh, their homepage. It was like we've entered into an exclusive agreement and won't you know and will no longer be supporting blah blah blah. And they just said nothing about it until a couple of days ago. 
uh, it turns out Google is the, the exclusive arrangement or the company that bought them. So I think it's uh, safe to assume that the whim is going to come back to life as a, an Android, a Google the Android Google watch. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting for, for a couple of reasons. One, I, I love that it's independent device. Just, it doesn't, you know, it, yeah. the one I have doesn't have cellular, but it does have Wi-Fi, and it does, uh, uh, it does have a touch screen. And if you throw two things in there that, uh, uh, from Google, Google now and, um, Google, not Google voice, but Google voice input, mm -hmm. both of which are amazing. Google now and the Google voice input are both amazing. Yeah. And you throw those two things in there and the things on Wi-Fi, all of a sudden you've got like, you get a straight up computer and to kind of tie back to your, uh, <clears throat> a conversation, I think we had two episodes ago, we were talking about, you know, uh, traveling, you know, should you bring a Bluetooth keyboard and an iPad or just bring a yeah. laptop? You could just take a watch. You could just take a watch and have a Bluetooth keyboard and it just like makes me laugh. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do that. I don't think, but you know, you still can't watch a movie on the thing or whatever, but yeah. Um, it would be hilarious to imagine because this happens to me. I'll be traveling and I, I generally bring a bunch of devices cause I'll be developing something and I need to test it on a couple of things while I'm, you know, traveling. So instead of a lot of times, instead of looking around for an outlet in the airport, I just switch to a different phone. Yeah. You know, so instead of having like replacement batteries, I'd have replacement phones. <laughs> So it would be funny. To, it's easy for me to imagine like, oh, my phone's dead, but my, I still have like, because the battery life in these things is pretty amazing. Yeah. I still have a ton of battery life in my watch and my Bluetooth keyboard takes AA batteries. So I don't have to worry about that <laughs> and just like be typing away on my watch. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I would totally do that. You may be the only person that would, but yeah. It would, it gives me a sense of security that it, like I'm so addicted to being connected that it gives me like, like a backup plan. Yeah. You know, it's a crappy backup plan, but a backup plan nonetheless. <laughs> or like, like the kid falls asleep in your lap and you don't want to move them, but you don't have your phone. So you don't want to get up. I mean, right. you want to get up cause you're like bored, but you don't want to wake up the kids. You want to entertain yourself. <laughs> if your watch is dependent on your phone, it's like all those trapped situations where it's not the greatest thing in the world, but um, it's better than being bored or like whatever. So I don't know. Society has lost the ability to sit and wait patiently. Is that a bad thing though? Because we didn't wait patiently before. I did. You waited patiently? I can entertain myself for hours with, with nothing. Oh, well. All right. I'm, I'm a very imaginative, per imaginative person. I can get lost in my own head for hours. Yeah, I, I guess I'm kind of like that too. But, but what are you you're thinking about stuff you're going to do when you get back online? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I don't think that that. I I see your point, but I really, in general, I don't think that people. You know, if you think back to the DMV, nobody was waiting right. Patiently. No, I don't think people had the attention span to begin with. They just didn't have any. Uh, they had no option. <laughs> good options. Right. Uh, so anyway, uh, to to take it back to like podcast uh, area uh, of interest, I think that. It definitely has legs. Like I, I think that we're looking at the very, or, you know, we're looking at the, the, uh, the Newton of these things. Right. 
and that there's a definite interest. There's probably enough goodness in these that enough people will buy them to to sustain the interest. And there's a bunch of new ones coming out. You know, Google's supposed to have one. Apple supposedly has one. Samsung's already announced the Samsung Gear. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Sony already has uh, two versions out, and they've got a new one coming out. So, like, at least the tech industry has decided this is going to be a thing. Yeah, and I, you know, Nike could even do something. Nike's got the fuel band; they could even expand upon that. And yep. you know. Yep, you can see, and, and a lot of people are saying that's what uh, Apple's going to do. They're not going to go straight for a watch. They're going to do, uh, they're going to do like a fitness play. Yeah, they are. Don't they already have the partnership with Nike anyway? They do, but um, I think I, I might be making this up, but I think they they uh, snatched someone away from Nike um, that supposedly is working on this project. That's mm-hmm. like I, I feel like that's one of the rumors. I could be I could be completely off base, but. At any rate, I do think that these are going to be around, and um, and soon we'll be controlling our lights from our watch. See, wouldn't that be great? That would be great if you could if your hue light bulbs were controllable from your watch. That would be awesome. That would kill, and uh, oh, and so okay, so like here was the and here's the the sort of good news, I guess, is that um, uh, the. The Pebble, although you know, although it does it through your phone over Bluetooth, uh, when you receive a text message, it vibrates. Uh, yes, it does vibrate. You cannot customize the vibration, or I haven't figured oh. out how to yet. But um, it vibrates. You look down, and um, and again, and and similar to checking the time, it is nice that you don't have to pull out your pocket to to determine the level of urgency, urgency. of the thing, right? It's like Bank of America balance update. It's not urgent. Um, yeah. Erica, like, there's no toilet paper in the upstairs bathroom. Very urgent. So <laughs> I'm in labor. <laughs> yeah, don't even get say one that. of those soon enough. I'm about to be in the in London for a week, so oh, I'm kind of nervous. Yeah, it's it's too close to want to go to London. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, but so. Uh, so what did I do? I went into my, it, it keeps like your, your I am history. Mm-hmm. And so I, I went in there and it doesn't, there's no way to type on the pebble, but it does give you like, you can pre-program six canned responses that you select from a list. Mm-hmm. So I, I went in and sure enough, Avalia was in my list of I am clients. So I, I texted like Roger that. <laughs> Avalio. And of course Avalio responded with Roger that dot com is not available. <laughs> but I I was able to interact with Avalio over the watch because we set it up with uh, an IM interface, an IM client. Yes. And and had you been able to buy a voice input or something submitted domain name, you would have been able to look it up. Exactly. And that I think is the moral of the story. Yeah, because we, we built a paleo. What it's been more than a year. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like we haven't even. T- I haven't rebooted it or touched it or done anything. I haven't like even restarted the IM client. I don't. I can't believe it's still yeah. running. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't touched it. And I think about six months ago, I noticed the IM client was down, and I went in and I restarted it. Yeah. So you know that's not bad. <laughs> that might have been months. due to an AWS outage. 
Right. Because I don't have it on a, I don't have it on a um a startup script. Gotcha. So I mean that like I said that is the moral of the story, which is that if you do take a you know a a starting small approach and you build something that's not it's sort of I want to say web agnostic it's client agnostic the whole thing is client agnostic it's a it's a as close to a pure service as anything I've ever worked on mm-hmm. and uh, you know and has like a a dozen different clients that are built on top of this simple API. It's got a couple of graphical user interfaces. We've got a couple of like like browser plugins, a couple of other things. I think I even have a TextMate bundle for it. Yeah, I think you do. Command line interface, SMS, IM. Um, we never did an email one, I don't think. but We talked about it, but we never got around to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you have IM and SMS, like email seems kind of kind of redundant. but Yeah. Like it just would have been for the experience of doing it. Right. Right. So when I look at the, so I'm I'm looking at the watch and I could go write an Android app and like install it or or host it somewhere, install it on my phone. I could learn the, 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 you know, the Pebble API. I could learn the, you know, if there's some variant of Android for WIM, I could learn the MetaWatch API. I could go through all the process of learning all those different things just so I could get something done on my watch that I can already do on my phone, tablet, laptop, desktop, and probably even smart TV. I'm so I'm not, I'm not going to. Yeah. Like it's, who cares? Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to do that. Like I'll just pull out my phone. If it's that, if it's that much setup work, I'm just going to yeah. not do it on my watch. If it's important enough to need to build an app to facilitate doing it on your watch, you, you're, you're already going to do it on something else. Yeah. I'm just going to do it on something important else. Enough to take out your phone. Yeah. Right. So, but if, if, uh, you build your service, like for example, the fat Maggie that I just built for Erica, yeah, that would be, that would be a great thing to be able to do on your watch real quick. It's a teeny bit of really fast data entry. Mm-hmm. You're almost always selecting from defaults and you can just, you could just do it really simply. Like you just, just have a new food screen and you're just like, I just ate a sandwich. It was 25 carbs. It's the same sandwich I had yesterday. So you're literally just picking one item from a list and pressing send. And that would be great. It would be so perfect for it. But I'm not going to learn like the, I'm not going to download that Pebble SDK and like get all mucking around in there. Right. I'm going to build build an API for it. Yeah. What honestly, what I would do is try and figure out how to do the whole thing over SMS because Pebble supports SMS and so does a lot of other things. So, so think about it, people. You know, I mean, obviously, if you want to, if you think you want to make a living selling Pebble apps, that's, you know, that's fine. But, you know, I don't know. I think it's better to just either do something over SMS, figure out how to do it over IFT, um, write write a straight up API, whatever. Yeah, but it's cool that you can, this, this thing we built over a year ago with no thought to, at least I didn't at the time give any thought to, well, I'm going to want to use this for my watch. Yeah. And and now you can. Well, Cooper. You have a Cooper down there? Yes. We have a special appearance. No, oh, we have a guest. What's say, he doing awake? Say hello, Kelly. Hi. Hey, Cooper. What are you doing awake? That's why I needed apple juice because I was awake at night. Oh. That's why. Mm. I see. 
Yeah, someone's thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> Kira started sleepwalking again. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and well, I should say, more accurately, she started to sleep raiding the, friger- the fridge. <laughs> they'll get up in the morning and there'll be orange juice in the cabinet and strawberries in the dishwasher. And just... <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I guess I have to sign off and go get some apple juice for Mr. Man. Yeah, it sounds like it. So that's our show for this week. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Kelly Shaver. And we hope you join us again next week for the Niche Podcast. Bye. Bye. Say bye. Bye. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) See ya.